Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. It's time. It's time to have real, honest, open, difficult, and inspiring conversations. It's time for Love and Life on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. We are always joined by our beloved Chris Murray. For those of you who don't know, I don't know how you don't, but he is an on-air personality, a journalist, and a college professor. With more than 30 years of experience as a print and broadcast journalist, he's covered the Super Bowl, World Series, the NCAA tournament, the NBA playoffs, and World Championship Boxing. Now, that's just to name a few. He currently hosts his own sports show right here on Word on Saturdays titled The Chris Murray Report. But he obliges us on Tuesdays by sharing his perspectives on all aspects of the sports world. Family, I welcome you to the conversation with none other than Chris Murray. Well, hello there, beloved. How are you? How are you? How's everything going? I will not complain. I won't complain, but I tell you, I'm special today. <laughs> you special? Well, you're yes. always special. <laughs> well, you know, I'm extra special today. I can't get myself together. I've had those days too. I've yeah, had I, those days too. I can't get you it know. together. I can't get it together today, Chris. But you know, so here we are. How was first of all? Uh, happy new blessings and new beginnings. Welcome to 2024, because the last time I saw you, we were not yet in 2024. Right? Yeah, we're... we're um, I don't think we, so. I think last week Is that we another faux pas? Week. Is that another faux pas? Yeah. Am I still in Tennessee? No, All right, no, so no, power. No. <laughs> uh, actually, last week, I was kind of... I was down at City Hall. Um, you know, my wife covers politics and everything, so... I was kind of hanging out with. I was kind of kind of I'm hanging out at all the all the uh, councilmanic, I guess, parties. They had some pretty good food down there too, and oh. and, uh, and and they had some good drink there too. But oh. I'm not going to get into that. But, um, <laughs> and, and you know, and and, and, and especially I'm not going to say it there. So there, there's a certain you know I I, I, have, I have a strong affection. For members of Zeta Phi Beta uh, sorority, so you know, so that's um, Chris. You're telling secrets. You're telling secrets. (laughs) I love this background you have. Yeah, I uh, well, yeah, I had to put in a new background because what (laughs) happened? um, I had changed my browser, and when I a few minutes before the show, because all we have the W, I can't find my WURD logo, so now I got to go back and find it. Okay. Um, at least for next week's show and everything, but um, but uh, yeah, but I, I I like this background here. I, I like, love I this background. Like yeah, because that's you know, I took, you know, took those are pictures. I took. I'm trying to figure out when I when when I took those pictures. But in any event, man, oh god, mm. it, it, it it was hard to watch the games this weekend. It really for the Eagles, it really was tough. I mean, there's a lot of things you can say, um, and um, I don't know. I, I've just been trying to figure it out. I know I've written a column for. I wrote my wrote my last column, you know, about the collapse 
um, of this team. It should be in tomorrow's paper, um, tomorrow's Philadelphia, or tomorrow's Philadelphia on, on, on philosun.com for the Philadelphia Sunday Sun. And basically, you know, this, this team's um, breakdown comes down to coaching and whether or not the players have any faith in the coaches, although um, Jason Kelsey said, no, everybody's putting on a good face saying that um, especially um, especially A.J. Brown, who said, you know, who revealed that that losses to Seattle, that long pass play was because him and Jalen, you know, made it, you know, you know, made it up and everything. And, um, and so from that Wait, standpoint, there's some, there's some everything all right. Yeah. Um, one of my computers is from is bait is, is out of buoy state and somehow there's a there's an alert there, so I sorry about that. I no, no, no. I just want to make sure you're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm good. But you know, they they they, they he basically said it was him and Jalen that decided to throw that pass in Seattle that pretty much ended the game. It was still a stupid play, no matter who called it. But I, I just think, and, and they, they're trying to put on a happy face. I do think that there is kind of a distrust of the coaching staff right mm-hmm. now, and I do think that uh, you know people people are going to are blaming Jalen Hurts for. I don't. I think Jalen Hurts is partially responsible, all as as is the team, and all partially responsible. But I wonder, you know, the coaching, and, and, and there's going to be some questions about whether or not the assistants are going to stay, um, you know, after what, depending upon when the uh, Eagles uh, exit the playoffs, you know. Mm-hmm. The Eagles, some people are saying that the way the Eagles played on Sunday, I mean, there's a lot of people who said that the Eagles should have just sat the starters. They should have just sat down everybody. Uh, A.J. A. Brown, Jalen, they all, both of them got hurt. But a lot of, but at the same time, I think that this, I think the fans were looking for this team to generate something, feel good about something. I don't know if, if beating the Giants on Sunday would have, you know, given them some momentum. I, I don't know, but they had to feel good about something. Yeah, and well, I think the team had to, to test to feel good, feel good about knowing that they can win. And, you know, there and so in that game on Sunday it was just like man it was just it, it was it painful yeah it, it it was painful for for Eagles fans it was painful for me to watch it and it was painful in a sense that it encapsulated everything every little bad every little thing about about this team and this sort of it's like like an old an, an, an old um, you know Phyllis Hyman song, "Living in Confusion" mm. and whatnot, and it, it, it's almost like this team has been living in this uh, in, in this sense of confusion now for the last five or six weeks. And something I don't know if, if they're going to clear it up. I've seen teams clean things up in the playoffs. Sometimes just getting to the playoffs, anything can happen. I mean, the Phillies. A couple of years ago, limped into the playoffs and then, you know, went to the World Series. So anything can kind of 
can kind of happen with this team, but but in this town, you know, people are skeptical about, and rightfully so. Yeah. You should be skeptical. I mean, if I'm a fan, and I'm, you know, when I'm in family, I'm constantly skeptical. But the, the the thing is, is that this this coaching staff never made any adjustments. You you know, they, they, in that game, they couldn't pick up. The, I mean, and this is why I say it encapsulates the season because, you know, in that game, you knew the, the offense, the defensive coordinator from the Giants, from the Zions, we, was mm-hmm. going to throw every blitz in the book. Quarterback should have known it. The coaching staff didn't know it should have known it. And next thing you know, Hurts has a busted up finger. And, you know, A.J. Brown's out with the knee, but I don't know if he's – no one knows if he's going to play. But it wasn't like, a you know, an ACL tear. At least it hasn't been reported yet that it was an ACL from um, spring. And perhaps in that second half – I mean, second half they figured out Dallas wasn't going to lose to Washington. Pull out the starters, and maybe they needed some. You know, dare I say, maybe that that maybe they needed some rest. Maybe mm-hmm. that 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 sometimes you got to get out of the game just to kind of say, you know what, let's get out for a minute. Let's take a look. Let's. I mean, everybody needs to rest up. I mean, sometimes you need a day to kind of. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I I'm kind of grasping at straws. But the thing about it, it was just, it was just hard to watch. It was hard to watch that game. It was hard to watch a backup quarterback in Tyrod Taylor, you know, picking apart the Eagles' defense. That was terrible. I mean, that's, that's come on, man. And 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 if, and if I and, and you know, I was up, I was upset. I was just like, come on, you know, I'm like, what are you guys doing? And you know, it's just that this coaching staff. I I don't know that you know. I just don't know if they have a clue about anything and it translating mm-hmm. to the players. And so I, I don't know. I mean, what do you, I mean, as a fan, we, you're watching this. I'm asking you, what do you think? Yeah, well, we've been, I did, well, I turned it off. I, first of all, I was hurt and embarrassed. And, you know, last week I kept saying, well, first of all, when we started talking, you know, a few weeks ago, I was saying, okay, when the, when the Eagles started losing, I said, wait a minute, they're playing like a team that doesn't know the game. They're playing like they don't know how to play. They're playing like, you know, that I was hoping was a fluke. I was hoping it would change and it hasn't. And it is embarrassing. It is terribly embarrassing. It, and and it's insulting as a fan because I'm curious. I want to know what is happening. What are y'all doing? What What is, what, what, what are y'all doing? I can't even get my words together. The coaches, like what is what is going on with the coaching staff? It's clear to me that there is a disconnect between the team and the coaches. I don't know if they're not, you know, not they're not talking or they're not listening. Something's going on. It's one or the other. It's one or the other. But whatever it is, you're saying, you know, they need something. Well, it, I feel like it's too late. I feel like it's too late. And I know I am a diehard Eagles fan, but I feel like, okay, y'all, everybody needs to go rest. Everybody just needs to go have a seat, go rest somewhere. And let's just, let's just try this again. (laughs) You know, the next go around. That's how I feel right now. Well, I mean, you know, there's an old story. um, And sometimes I hate bringing, you know, I hate, I hate bringing things from that I've heard about 
from the from the not so distant past of the nineteen seventies, but I heard a story of an NFL team whose kid shall be names that mm-hmm. they got shut out in a big game, and basically the coach comes back to the meeting very upset and you know, takes his clipboard while why don't y'all just go out and play touch football? And that's what the, that team did. Then they end up making a Super Bowl run. But oh, wow. you know, I mean, sometimes I think there has to be a moment where things can hit rock bottom. I mean, you have, I mean, you may have I don't know if any of us ever had days when maybe something wasn't going right at the job. You know, I, I've had days where I just where I just, you know, I know you got to go to break. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I was just telling you my train derailed. I was just telling you that, you know, I, <laughs> I, I mean, don't know where days, I am tonight. We all have bad days. Well, right. some less, days less favorable days. <laughs> yeah. Some days, some days you just got to go home and just run. I don't know, play your <laughs> video game or play. In my case, try. I was trying to learn how to play every, lift every voice and sing that I couldn't find, you know, or my guitar. I couldn't there's some, you know, some of the chords were kind of funny. I just, I just, and one of the lessons I just couldn't. So I just said, you know what? I'm just going to watch TV. You know, uh-huh. sometimes you just gotta, sometimes you just gotta just come back and relax. It's like writing papers, you know, sometimes I can be writing a story and my brain just says, nah, man, we ain't functioning no more. We yeah. want to do something else. And so you talk on the phone, you do something to relax and then you know, <laughs> your mind brings it back to you. Maybe yeah. that has to happen for the Eagles. Maybe so, I mean something. They have to do something. I don't know. Play Monopoly. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I have no answers for that. What, they got to do something to bring the Zen back. I, I don't know. They got to. It doesn't look like any of us have an answer to that. <laughs> no. None of us. What I want to do, Chris, right now is acknowledge some of our family members who are joining the conversation, and also Nick. You know, I welcome your comments. Um, and uh, when we, especially when we dig deep into our sports update. But right now, I do want to share that Joey Dixon is sharing some love and jazz with everybody. We so appreciate you for that, Joey. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I also want to share that uh, Jesse, Jesse Lane Power, our beloved, she is checking in. Hi there, beautiful. Nicole P. Hi there. She shares high love and life and word family. Sorry, late checking in, but happy to be here. We're happy to have you here. Um, she has a question that we're going to dig into after the commercial break, but she wants to know what's happening with the Sixers. Well, that's a whole nother conversation, Chris, that we're going to get into as well. Malcolm shares the heat. See, he changed the channel when the Giants went up to 24-0. Oh. Yeah. Well, Malcolm, you weren't alone. Okay. You were not alone. I just felt it just felt painful, just painful. Henry, pure boy, Henry shares that coaching and injuries he feels is the reason for the Eagles uh, demise, if you will. What's going on? Miss um, Rosalind and Sharon, she believes it's, it's coaching as well. She said the coaches act like they were somewhere else and she was pissed off. She was just pissed off the entire last game. Harry shares he believes somebody needs to get fired from the coaching squad. Well, that conversation was floating around too. But they, but yeah, well, where they say they were trying to shut that down, the coaches were making statements. That's not going to have happen. That's not going to happen. Malcolm shares that the coaches have lost the locker room. See, I said that. I said there's a disconnect. Either the team isn't listening 
or uh, it, it's, I don't know, either they're not talking or the team isn't listening. I don't know if the coaches have given up because it sure looks that way. How about that? Mizzy G is joining us. Hi there, beautiful. Hello and happy new year to you as well. I don't know what is happening. I see all these Cowboys fans. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Brennan is sharing. Happy Tuesday, Carol and Chris. I am truly saddened by the Eagles' latest loss. We know that you're not. However, I am looking forward to their upcoming title run to Las Vegas. Fly, Eagles, fly. <laughs> he shares, let's go, Cowboys. You know what? I see the Cowboys fans in here. Wait a minute. I saw, I did see uh, another comment. Was it was it Shirley? I believe Shirley said, go Cowboys too. Um, Eric shares, hey, Master Murray, welcome back. I hear you, sir. We feel your pain. Love that sports background. Now. <laughs> well, I, I, I feel the pain, although, you know, you know, boy, the, but the sarcasm from Cowboys fans, wow, I remember, <laughs> you know, they, they, they haven't been, they, they've not been, I just remind them, they have not been to the Super Bowl in a while. And, uh, you know, just saying, and, and the thing, and, that, and that's no disrespect to Cowboys fans. Mm-hmm. I respect Cowboys fans, you know, and I, I, I you know, the, the, you know, I'm kind of, not that I'm neutral, but it's just, I, I kind of like, eh. You know, it's the cow. It's, it's the Cowboys. You know, the Cowboys. You know, Cowboys fans are, are who and what they are and whatnot. I'm I'm more concerned about. You know, I, I I look at and because I cover this this fan base in this city and mm-hmm. I cover this fan base and I do cover and I do write about this thing. It's just my my thing is is that you can't let. You can't let your rival, you know, your rival can talk a lot of trash and all this other stuff. That's fine. But Chris, wait, I want to interject. I want to interject one moment. I was not looking at the time. Family, I told you I'm having such an off night, but uh, you know what? My bad. bad. No, no, no. That was me. That was me. Family, stay with us because we've got to take just a short break. We are coming right back. You're listening to Love and Life with Carol Riddick on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. Hey there, family. Welcome back. You are tuned in to Love and Life with yours truly, Carol Riddick, right here on WURD. We are talking with the Oracle, the sports guru himself, Chris Murray. And we're talking about all things sports before the commercial break. I'm so sorry because I uh, had to interrupt what you were saying and I did not want to do so. But, you know, we had to go to break. Chris, you're looking, you're looking as if to say, wait, well, what was that? What was that? Talking about? You were talking about that. You were talking about the Dallas Cowboys and you were talking about how the Dallas Cowboys fans should not be so overzealous. Uh, you were stating that, you know, the Cowboys, had, you know, they, they, they do all right. The cow bums. No, the cowboys. I'm sorry. Sorry. Did I say that? Did I say that? No. <laughs> well, well, he, 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 here's the thing. I mean, what they have to do is they have to prove that they can go deep into the playoffs. And, mm-hmm. you know, recent years has shown that they haven't. And they've got good players. I mean, Dak Prescott, I think, you know, is having a really good year, even though yeah. a lot of Cowboys fans are hard on Dak. But Dak, I think he's done a good job. But the, the the thing now, oh, and this is something I said to Eagles fans back in 2008 when they beat the Cowboys in the regular season finale. I was just like, you know, 
this can't be your Super Bowl. You got to go and win the actual one and whatnot mm-hmm. because the rivalries now, unless they unless teams meet each other in the in the playoffs, the rivalries are less important in the postseason. And so, and the Eagles do have a postseason game against Tampa Bay, and um, and there is still hope. There is still hope that the birds can turn around. They just have to do it. There's no thinking about it. There's no, you know, you just got to go out there, as Bugs Bunny once said to the Big Bad Wolf, blow the house down. You know, I don't care if it is brick. Blow the house down. You know, and that's what you have to do. Is to go in there, go go down to Raymond James uh, Stadium, go down to, to, I guess, Central Florida, and go down there and give the Bucks a good old-fashioned whooping like they did early in the season. That's what it has to be. There's no thinking. You know what you have to do. You know Todd Bowles is going to blitz you because you've seen other teams do it. You know you got to basically, for once, I want to see the Eagles coaches adjust to something. Come on, uh, plan. Uh, you know this is coming. Uh, you know this is coming. Put your players in position to win because, you know, they've become so predictable. And, you know, stop all the talking. Don't tell me about, you know, players-only meetings. Don't, you know, don't talk about it. Just do it. Just be quiet and go down there and give them a butt with them. That's what they have to do. No no thinking, no no overanalyzing, no no, no zen, no, you know, prayer would be nice. Yes, meditation <laughs> and all these other things would be nice. But on the field, go get them. We need a lot of prayer right now. We need a lot of prayer right now. Malcolm is sharing that the Cowbums fans need to get out of here. You know what? This rivalry is hilarious to me. Um, Harold, share, show my Cowboys some love, Chris. <laughs> and Ms. Rosalind shares the Cowboys and the 49ers are great players. The Eagles should have known better. Um, they should have been prepared point blank. There's no excuse. Coaching needs to be kicked in the butt. Yeah, well, the coaches. Mm. So do you think, let me ask you this, Chris, do you think that they will let go of uh, some of the coaches, one or some? They might let go of the offensive coordinator. And I feel bad saying mm-hmm. that because he, because the coach is African-American and we always talk about, you know, giving African-American coaches more opportunities. Although white white offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators can be bad and they surface in it and they surface everywhere. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, and I think well, you could probably, uh, you know, you can look at Brian Johnson and say this is the first time being a coordinator. Maybe he hangs around, maybe he learns something from it, but you got a couple of first-year coordinators in here, inexperienced, and it kind of showed, and I think and I think that, you know, I hope somehow they rectify this situation, mm. but I do think they need to bring some experienced people who can work with the quarterback, you know, teach him, you know, because there's something, I mean, Jalen is still a work in progress and all that. ATP passed for more yards and threw more touchdown passes than he did last year. He also threw more interceptions and turned the ball over. And so people are saying he's regressing. I don't I don't buy that. I just think that, you know, in many respects, they got caught up in the scheme. Because I look at a guy, I see Jalen Hurts as a guy who did win 
who did win those games, people forget. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, when they had no defense, and in the last piece I wrote for the Sun, I basically said these teams gave up 400 yards here, and the defense gave up all this offense, and one constant was Jalen Hurts bringing them back. That's mm-hmm. that's the thing that no one wants to demand. It's everybody on 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 a social media saying, "Oh, he's regressed. He's not a top flight quarterback," and all this other stuff. Nobody. I mean, I mean, he's had a better year than Josh Allen and whatnot. How about and, that? You know, he. I mean, like I say, Josh Allen has committed as many turnovers as as Jalen Hurts, and so. He doesn't get the kind of scrutiny because right now his team is winning. His team is winning right now. So, you know, the thing is, and I also think he's of, 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 a, of a certain skin color, which mm-hmm. I still say that that kind of is out there. A lot of people don't want to admit it, but, you know, but, and I think sometimes in our community, we're, 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 we're probably harder on Jalen Hurts than, than anybody else is. Because, you know, we're saying, you know, and there are some things Hurts needs to do. I mean, sometimes Hurts can't always try to be a hero. And, 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 and if that's but he's the young. Energy, he's young. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's do you think we forget that? Yeah, he's a baby. Yeah, we do. We do. We do. We're so caught up in, you know, he's, like I say, this is his third, this is his second year, or his third year as a starter. And he's still learning the game. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not saying I, I don't. I'm not excusing his mistakes, but you know, a lot of times, you know, quarterbacks have up and down seasons and all that. So I just think, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you know, he he's a type of guy that will go back and regroup and learn from things. But I will say this, and this is just my opinion about this. But during the preseason, during the preseason. None of those guys, you know, none of the play, none of the starters played in the preseason game, and I don't think that that they they should have at least played a series, or a couple of series, or something to get them warmed up in the beginning. And I don't think they've recovered from that. It's, no one's talking about that, but I don't think they really recovered from that, in my opinion. Mm. 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 That's, that's a great point. That's a great point, Nick. You've been quiet tonight. Where have you been, Nick? <laughs> Nick. Uh-oh. Nick said, Nick said, not right now. Not right now. Well, Ms. Hello? Rosalind shares your opinion. Chris, she shares, just do it. There you are. There you are. I said, where is Nick? Where is our beloved Nick? <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm over here thinking I'm so smart. I, I didn't have my thing turned up. <laughs> <laughs> that's my fault. Um, <laughs> Wait. Oh, thank you. Nick, that feels good. Thank you. Because that means I'm not alone today. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for this. It's the rain. It's the rain, man. You know, rain. Yeah, you know, you, I look out this big old window. All I see is these cars pass. And I go, man, I'm going to be one of those cars at some point. Oh, are we on there? <laughs> um, so I discussed this a little bit yesterday when I was working, um, doing evening words. Um, you know, I have to say the only good thing that came out of this game is that we got to see our backup Mariota get slowly but surely comfortable on the field. Now, the first time he got out there, I believe he threw, uh, was an intersection or uh, a pick or whatever. And, um, yeah, yeah, you know, that kind of hurt my chest. That was, that was the point where if I was going to turn off the game, I would have done it right there. Uh, because then it just becomes slapstick comedy at that point. But, 
Mm-hmm. Um, I was glad. And it was. Yeah, no, it was it was ridiculously bad. It was almost as if they paid them to to go out there and play that bad. Um, I said same thing. <laughs> but I I I decided to stick it out with this game because I was watching it with my little brother, his girlfriend, and, and one of my friends that had came over, and we were all discussing how we could change things. Um, and, and what they needed to do differently. Everybody except for my little brother, who's a diehard Eagles fan, who actually started calling out. He would go, oh, this guy's about to throw a pick. Watch this. This guy's about to do this. Watch this. And at one point, I was like, look, you need to shut up and start talking some positivity. Because uh, if you can call all of these bad plays that they're about to do, you know, how come we can't see any of the good ones coming? And it's just that, I mean, by that point in the game, all I think all of our energy had been uh expunged pretty much there there was there was just nothing left nothing left in the tank and uh i don't know it was it was hard to watch but it is at this point in our season i don't think this should be really surprising anybody this is this is this is the eagles um now granted we didn't have all of our our tools of course we weren't playing at full strength but even if we were how different would it have looked you know that's that's how i see it I think it's surprising to me because we can win these games and because, I mean, we had such a great streak. What we won 11, 11 games before we started, before the tables turned. So I, I, I am, I keep getting more and more shocked and surprised. Now, I, maybe it's because, like I said, I might be wearing rose colored glasses. And, you know, the first two games that we lost after that winning streak, I was thinking, I was feeling and hoping, okay, this is a fluke. You know, they're just having, Bad days, bad games, you know, okay, all right, we're coming back from this. We're coming back. But here we are now, what, five losses? Five, is it five? Five straight five, losses. The last six, five lo- losses. Five of, yes. Yes. Okay, Chris. And you know, and you, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so it feels like, all right, the joke is on me. What is happening? What, ha- you know, what happened? to to bring us here but we have to also look at those those earlier wins because the earlier wins that we got uh we kind of we we kind of just squeaked by we managed to get either very lucky um or things just kind of worked out in our favor we we didn't really dominate anybody and uh i brought up when i was talking to my little brother about this um you know have the eagles played their best game all season he said the dolphins game was the one where they where they probably were at their best um, but if I think after that, after that uh, second loss that we got, we just never seemed to be able to recover. And like Chris said earlier, we weren't making any adjustments. We're still not making any adjustments. And that's why I think uh, we probably won't go very far in the in the playoffs, because if we can't make the adjustments here, you know, it's, it's only going to be harder once we get to the playoffs. So agree with that. Agree. Yeah. I finally I definitely agree with that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. A family. Hey there. Talking to you. If you just joined us, welcome to love and life with yours truly. Carol Riddick right here on WURD. You know, we're talking all things sports because it's Tuesday and we're talking with the sports guru himself, the Oracle, if you will, Chris Murray. Um, in a moment, we're going to take a short commercial break. And when we come back from that, we're going to dig into what's going on with the Sixers. Nicole P asked Chris, um, to share with us his thoughts on what's happening with the Sixers. So uh, Chris is going to answer that question when we come back. I do want to share that Gary Bryant is joining us. Hi there, Gary. Always happy to have you join us. And Malcolm shares up. Oh, I said the sentence. Yeah, Malcolm shares. Let's remember, Jalen is still young. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I think we forget sometimes how young he is and how, how, how new, you know, he is. Um, that uh, Mr. Rosalind also says, Chris, I didn't even know that. Now we got to kick butt. Coaches, <laughs> they said, she said, these coaches, we're all in agreement with these coaches. I don't know what, I don't know what's going on with these coaches. <laughs> but uh, I think we're all feeling the pain. Those of us who are Eagles fans, those of us who are bleeding green. I know, I know those of you who bleed blue. I know, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I know. I know you're happy for this, but it's all right. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> Family, um, join the conversation. You know you can give us a call. You can do that by dialing 215-634-8065. You can even call us toll-free at 1-866-361-0900. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. So what we're going to do? We're just going to take a breather for a moment. Take this short commercial break. Know that the phone lines are still open and feel free to continue to comment on our socials because we're coming right back. Stay with us. You're listening to Love and Life on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. I think I know. Well, hey there, family. Welcome back. You are tuned in to Love and Life with yours truly, Carol Riddick, right here on WURD. We are talking with Chris Murray in this hour. Chris, we've got about 15 minutes left. We've been talking about football. Nicole P. asked about the Sixers. What do you have to say about the Sixers? What, do you, what are your thoughts? Well, they've lost two straight in, mm. in, in kind of embarrassing fashion. Um, you know, Jalen Brunson put up a bunch of it, it was a bad weekend for Philly and New York. The Knicks is bad enough that the Eagles lost on on Sunday. They lost to the Knicks. You know, the Sixers <laughs> lost to the Knicks. Joel B has you know basically has a swollen knee right now. Then they lost to the Jazz the next night. And, you know, it's just right now they're just going through a lull. Um, and then Robert Covington is out. So, you know, you got guys that are out and um, they just have to be the other guys have to basically step it up in Embiid's absence. And, uh, you know, it's, you know, it's still a long season. The Sixers will pick it up. Mm. They, you know, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm optimistic they'll pick it up, but they also have to learn. There are going to be games where Joel Embiid is not going to play. And they're going to have to, you know, play without him. And, you know, they're going to have to do a better job because Nick Nurse wasn't particularly happy with, you know, with, with the way they were playing. And he doesn't want them to use, you know, MB being out as a, you know, as an excuse for playing badly. So I, I think the Sixers, you know, and, you know, and, and the thing is he kind of got upset with the team about the effort that they're showing. But they've got to play with more energy and more effort. And, uh, you know, he's used about 10, you know, different starting lineups. He's trying to find an answer. The Sixers are now 23 and 12. And, you know, they they have to basically, you know, yeah, they're going to have ups and downs and all that. But they've got to start learning how to play without Embiid mm. as well, because yeah. there are going to be quite parts of the season and even parts of the games where you're going to, you know, play without your superstar. Maxie's playing well. They need a more consistent effort from Tobias Harris. 
And uh, I like the foul. I hope they keep Kelly Oubre in the line because they're missing DeAnthony Melton. But I like Kelly Oubre for what he brings defensively and for his scoring. So I, you know, that's what they need to do and whatnot. Uh oh, do I hear the uh, and, yeah. and, and the dog and the dog yeah. agrees with me on that part. And and that's the thing that that you know that from that from that standpoint. Um, you know, they've got to play better. And, um, you know, he doesn't, you know, there's a way we want him to play. And he said, and Nick Nurse said, there's a way we want to play, where, you know, regardless as to who's out there. So they want them, you know, do what they've been doing, play more team-centered basketball, work the ball around, and just, you know, just get, just, just try to find a way to win when Embiid is not in it. And, of course, when he comes back, then you know, then he'll pick up things. But the thing is, is that this this is early January, and you know they've got to play better. They still have to play better. They still got to play teams like Boston. They still have to play a lot of the other, like Indiana and some other teams that are coming up and whatnot. So they, you know, they're, they're a work in progress. They're, well, they really they're working good. They're working good progress, but they're going to have their ups and downs and their lows. They're still a team. They're still learning how to play with each other. Clearly. I mean, they really give the impression, though, that Embiid is the whole team. That they He can be. And then him, him and Maxie, this is why, we, why I say they need their third option, whether, that, whether that, that's going to be Kelly Oubre or Tobias Harris. Somebody has to be the other guy that, that shows up for them. And that's the problem that, you know, like I said again, that I have, you know, with the Sixers at this point. And I think I, I still think that they're gonna make some noise in the playoffs. It's just mm-hmm. that they haven't played their best stretch of games yet. And I think that's coming. <laughs> with that with this team, I believe that's coming. I, there, I, there is no shortage of of belief that I have in this particular team. Well not if they don't learn how to play without Embiid. <laughs> I mean, I don't misunderstand me. We 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 love his participation and his contribution to the game. But if they can't play without him, we don't have a team. That's true. We don't have a chance to do anything. <laughs> no. He's the MVP. He's going to be the MVP in the league again, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. And, and again, I, this is no because you can't. There's no disrespect. But I, I mean. What do we have? We've got, it's supposed to be a team. As we say, there's no I in team. Here we go. We can't play without Embiid. What's going on? What do we have? No chance. <laughs> we don't have any chance. Without Embiid, yeah, you're, to win a championship, you need Embiid. I know. I know. I know. Yeah, you definitely need him. Definitely need him. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Definitely. Wait, Nick, are you a Sixers fan? Uh, sorry about that. Yeah, no, that's I. Okay. I am, but uh, I tend not to watch a lot of their games because if they're winning, then I'm like, okay, I don't need to watch. This will be another blowout. This will be another this. This will be another that. So I don't always pick. I don't always watch um, the games. I don't even know that they were on a two game losing streak. To be honest with you, yeah. Nick said, "Look, I didn't have a clue." Yeah, mm-hmm. I, 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 <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm so busy being. Um, Upset about the Eagles. I don't even, I don't even look oh. at this. <laughs> yeah, that, that's football season. 
football Uh-oh. season has that effect on everybody. Oh yeah, you know they they don't start thinking about they don't turn their wrath towards the Sixers until the Eagles season is over. So now you know right now everybody's kind of like okay the Eagles you know the Sixers are losing right now, but more importantly, can the Eagles get us to the playoffs and, or will the yeah. season end? You know can the can this season come mercifully to an end? You know yeah, I have to say the Eagles. Go ahead. Or they can, or can they continue? Is that what you said? Can they continue? Yeah. Or, or they, or can they get lucky and go do a playoff run? Like I said, you know, teams have stumbled into the playoffs before and gone far, and so you never know. Never know. They might get that. You know that. You know. I don't know that lightning bolt. <laughs> you know the god. You know the gospel call. Oh, oh, you know, not the you know, gospel call. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. Something. You know. Something like that. You know, I, I don't know. Like I said, man, you know, like that scene in um, in the Blues Brothers when James Brown said, do you see the light? <laughs> <laughs> well, look, Brennan shares, there's always next year. Here we are, yet another Cowboys fan. <laughs> wow. Talking about our birds. You know what? It's okay. It's okay. Listen, y'all Cowboys fans, you can talk about the birds. It's okay. You can have this one because, you know, we're not playing our best right now. So, okay, we'll take that. We'll take that. We'll take it because we can. <laughs> we'll oh, take they'll, be on the couch. they'll be on the couch with Eagles fans. That's <laughs> <laughs> couple of weeks. Pass. Um, can you please pass the dip? You know, <laughs> not the dip. With <laughs> a hot sauce or something like that. Oh they'll, they'll, they'll be there too. I love it. I love it. Family. Oh my goodness. I, Chris, first of all, I so love it when you come to visit with us. I love your updates. I love your perspectives and your, your, your I just, just love it. Love it. Love it. Um, and I'm so grateful that you come to spend time with us on Tuesdays. Family, don't you love our sports updates with Chris Murray, the one and only, the one and only. Just thank you. Thank you again for taking and time thank out. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. You don't know how much I, pre- I appreciate you a lot. You, you know. Oh, Chris, now you know I told you. I was like, uh-uh, we have to have you here. We have to have you. <laughs> so we appreciate you obliging because, you know, I share with our family members everything that you're doing, all of your responsibilities. And you're the mister. So I know you, 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 you just find time. You make time to come and uh, spend with us, to share with us. So we appreciate you for sharing your time, your energy, your attention, your space, your spirit, your knowledge, all of that good stuff. And uh, we look forward to it. I look forward to it every single week. You know, we get to talk about the birds. We get to talk about the eagles. And I love that. I so love that. Family, look at the time. Look at the time. Here we are. Here we are. Praising God, though. From whom all blessings flow. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com. 